Welcome to the Magic Mindset Podcast, the podcast for anyone aiming to live in and embody your highest self and explore your full potential. Let's uncover the bullshit so we can discover the absolute magic of being you. Hello, and welcome back to the Magic Mindset Podcast. Today, we are going to talk about the advice I wish I was told 20 years ago. Hell, I wish I was told it five years ago. (laughs) Sometimes I wish I was told it yesterday, which is exactly why we are talking about it today. This is kind of a selfish episode because these are reminders that I need to hold close. I feel like these are reminders that I'm constantly having to drill in my mind. And so speaking them out loud will help me really remember these things and embody these things and sink into those things. And I want to give them to you. Because I think that these are universal. I think that they, I know that they, I believe that they, (laughs) I believe that they can help anybody in any stage of their lives, especially in a stage of their life where you are just trying to step into the best version of you, the most aligned version of you. And so there are five of these. I want to go through them kind of quickly, but you know me, I like to run off on tangents. I like to kind of get lost in the story somewhere. And so I'm sure that'll happen, but also... I don't want to waste a lot of your time with these because I have a feeling that this is a episode subject that we will continue to come back to because all of us, we're kind of relearning, right? We, we are relearning and unlearning constantly of what we picked up along the way that is not serving us and reprogramming those beliefs into something better. And so I see this being a theme in, in the new year and already I've had conversations with you around, yeah, I wish I wish I knew this or I just learned this and this has been really helpful for me. And so this is something I kind of plan on coming back to. So all that to say, let's let's try to keep this under, look at me, let's, like you're sitting in here with my bed in your robe with me too. <laughs> but let's try to keep this under like 20 minutes, run through it quickly and make it really, really actionable so you can take it with you and, and use it in your life however you feel called to. And I'm going to set the intention to do the same. The first piece of advice I wish I was told is being afraid to fail is really being afraid to be seen. Because here's the thing. Failures, they're not permanent, right? They're, they're, they Failures are a bruise. They are not a tattoo only only do they become a tattoo if we refuse to try. And I really truly believe that us refusing to try, being scared to do something new, being scared to step out of our comfort zone is not being scared to fail personally, but it's being scared to fail publicly. We are so fearful of how other people could see us and we allow that fear to hold us back. And here's the thing, what other people think of us is none of our fucking business. And that goes for both sides, positive and negative. If somebody thinks the world of you, thinks you are amazing, thinks you are incredible, that's lovely, but it's not gonna matter unless you also think the same of yourself. And on the other side, if somebody thinks you're just a walking piece of shit, (laughs) just a human turd existing in a garbage pail somewhere, guess what? That doesn't matter unless you also think that is true of yourself, right? You validate you. You are the person whose opinion matters of you. And so at the end of the day, if you don't try, you're the person who has to live with that permanent failure. And that's not fair because when you try something, 
And yeah, when you possibly fail at that thing, that's when you learn. That's when you see what works and what doesn't. That's when you see what is aligned to you and what is not. That's where you figure out if that is a square peg in a round hole or if that's something that fits you, your life, your goals, your ideals, if it fits it perfectly. It is failure, I believe, is the ultimate flex because it means you are trying. I have so much respect for people who put themselves out here right? Because I know how fucking scary it is. I'm doing the same thing, right? It's it's that quote that Brene Brown made famous from Teddy Roosevelt. The people's opinion who counts are not the people in the arena, not the people in the cheap seats. The people's opinion who counts are the people who are down there in the dirt with you doing the same thing. I think that's really important to remember for all of us, whether or not you're, you know, in a public spacing sphere or not, just in your own life, unless somebody is in there with you doing the work that you aim to do, that you want to do, that you feel called to do, don't worry about what they think, right? And then even if they are, still don't worry about what they think. Worry about what you think. Worry about how something feels for you. And if you feel scared to try something, feel scared to do something new, feel scared anything, remind yourself of what it would feel like if you just never tried it all. Because that pain is always going to be greater. That pain is always going to be heavier to carry around. That's the tattoo. Any sort of failure that happens is a bruise. It's going to fade. It's it, You are not going to live with that thing. Believe me, I've had plenty of them in, in my past. And I'm sure they're going to come in the future too. It happens. It means I'm trying. You know, it, it's. I feel really passionate about this because I don't like the idea of us playing small. I, I just don't love it. it. doesn't serve anybody. It doesn't serve you and it doesn't serve the people around you. You have something to offer the world, but are you going to give it to it, right? Because you're scared maybe uh, to be seen, to be heard, to look silly, to whatever. And it's now's not the time for that. We are not doing that shit anymore. And so remind yourself, if you are afraid to fail, it's just a fear over public judgment. And here's the thing. You're not being judged nearly as harshly as you think you are because almost nobody cares. And then the other side of that is even if you are being judged, who gives a fuck? Because nobody is judging you who's doing better than you. (laughs) Period. End of story. Nobody is judging you who is doing better than you. If they are judging you, they are doing so from a lens of jealousy or they doing so from a lens of thinking, man, I wish, I wish I had the balls to do that. I wish I had the courage to do that. Or they just don't understand. So either way, you're doing them a favor because you're showing them what is possible. So that's advice number one. Being afraid to fail is being afraid to be seen. And if you are experiencing that, go to the mirror, see yourself, see your potential, see your light, see all the ability that you have and remind yourself that the only time you're really failing is if you are not trying. And so get off your pretty little ass, call your bullshit and get out there and make some moves. The next piece of advice is... That confidence is a skill. Confidence is not something you are born with. I mean, it may be. Some people certainly come into this world experiencing a bit more than others, but I believe that that's a nurture thing. I don't think that's a nature thing. I think that those people were brought up in environments where they were allowed to be themselves, where they were allowed to fail, right? Where they were allowed to try, where they were encouraged to just explore themselves, the world around them, their hobbies, their interests, all of that. I think that confidence is a nurture-based trait. And that's a good thing because it means you can learn it anytime. 
that it is always available for you to try. And we tend to think about confidence incorrectly. We think that confidence is like putting on our favorite lipstick or like putting on the jeans that make our ass look good or putting on heels, like whatever. It kind of is, but it's also not because confidence can't be stripped from you. Like real confidence, somebody who's truly confident is just as secure in themselves in their house robe with not a stitch of makeup on having brushed their teeth as they are when they are just fully glammed up and just face forward to the world. Like confidence is constant, right? Not to say it's not going to ebb and flow depending on internal situations, but it's not going to be based off of how you look. That's the important thing to remember. Confidence is not based off of how you look. It is based in how you feel, how you feel in your body, how you feel about how you're showing up in your life, how you feel about the way you look or the way you're presenting yourself. And so remind yourself of that. If you're feeling insecure or if you're feeling insignificant or if you're feeling just unsure of how to present yourself in a situation, that confidence is something that is just tied to your belief in yourself. And so if that is lacking, that's that's a red flag. It's a red flag to examine and ask, okay, why? Why am I feeling this way? How am I interacting with myself that is not providing me the confidence and really the trust that I need to feel? Dig into that whenever that is happening and remind yourself that if it's not feeling, if you're not feeling that confident right now, that's okay because you can build upon it. But confidence comes from esteemable acts. It doesn't come from treating yourself like shit. And so get clear on what you are doing or repeating that is just depleting your confidence and ask yourself how you can show up for yourself differently because different is available to you at any time. So that's number two, that confidence is something you can learn. Confidence is something that you can build and confidence is not something tied to how you look. It is tied to how you feel. And if you don't like how you feel, you can change that pretty freaking quickly by just interacting with yourself differently and asking yourself what you need in that moment to feel better. On that note, I guess this really isn't advice, but it's something I wish I learned and took to heart so much sooner. And it's something that I wish I could just implant in your brain and implant into the brain of anybody I work with because this is always something that comes up. And that is that nobody knows your weight. Nobody knows your gene size. And those numbers have absolutely no, no value. They do not determine your worth your worthiness, your potential, what you are capable of, those numbers don't have any weight. So stop giving them so much fucking weight. (laughs) It is wild to me of how, and I'm saying we because I very much within this bucket for a large period of my life, we collectively, women especially, place so much value and weight on our weight and on our gene size, on these two numbers that literally nobody knows. Nobody knows unless we tell them. And it'd be pretty fucking weird if we were walking around doing that. Like it's just, it's an odd thing. Every now and then I'll get somebody who DMs me and they're like, what do you weigh? Or what are your size? And I'm like, well, 
why? Like, really, why? Is it because you want it, like, if I'm wearing something that, like, maybe you want to know, like, if it's going to fit you, then okay. But that's pretty rare because most of the time I'm in my fucking robe or leggings, y'all. Like, it's not, not an influence hour out here. But I think we ask that because we're looking for validation around us, right? So we will look to other people and go, oh, okay, well, they, they weigh that. They're in that size. So that must be the good size. And that's just wrong. That's just fucked up on so many levels. Because if we are tying our worth and our worthiness to numbers, we're never going to be happy. Because the only time those numbers are going to stay exactly the same is if we're dead. And that's not the goal, right? That, that it's not, <laughs> we're not prospering, we're not thriving, we are not being our most abundant and successful selves in that state. And so drop the idea, I wish I had dropped the idea of, holding those things around my value. And I really, I need you to drop this idea as you move into this new year and as you move into the next chapter of your life. Those numbers only hold value if you assign them such. They don't have to be who you are. They don't have to be something you monitor. They don't have to be something you watch. You can care for yourself fully and deeply without worrying about either one of those numbers. That is a thousand percent possible to you. That's something we're going to talk about in the very near future. And that's another like piece of baby advice in there. So advice 3.5 is you can feel amazing in your body without having any worry or emphasis on your weight or your size. And I think truly that's really the only way to do so. Because when you forget those things, you can actually get into your physical body and ask how you feel. And what you need to feel better, what you need to stay feeling amazing, whatever the question may be. And so that's advice number three and 3.5. Nobody knows your weight. Nobody knows your gene size. Those things don't determine who you are. They don't determine what you are capable of, your ability, any of those things. Release them. Release them fully because they're they're none of anybody's business and they're none of your fucking business either. What you need to worry about instead is how you feel in your body and how you are treating your body. And when you worry about those two things, the importance of your weight and of your size, it's just going to feed away. And here's the hat trick of it all, friends. When you worry about how you feel and how you treat yourself, it's going to get you to the goal that you think you want anyway, right? It's going to get you there. It's going to get you there a lot quicker and it's going to keep you there. And so like give yourself that gift and really please take that advice. Forget the scale. Throw that fucking thing out and do not define yourself by any number. Next up, you decide what you tolerate. I'm going to say that again because it's really, really, really important. You decide what you tolerate. That goes for what you tolerate with yourself and what you tolerate from other people. I Boundaries is a popular word, right? It's almost a buzzword at this point, but it's an important word. It, it should be getting its time to shine because we – Again, ladies, I'm, ta- I'm talking to us. You are my audience here. Like I have like three female, or I'm sorry, three male listeners. So hi. But this is very much a female-specific conversation. And that is we tend to be martyrs. We tend to put up with shit and then bitch about it, forgetting that we are the ones tolerating it. We are the ones allowing it to continue. You're better than that. If you don't like the way somebody is treating you, leave. Remove your energy. Remove like that the your attention is is how you are giving them power. So remove it. 
Tell them. Like the silence of not responding to a text message is fucking loud. Don't underestimate that. You don't need to make a big public showing. You don't need to write like a a freaking like post on their Facebook wall declaring that you are no longer a friend or you're no longer going to listen to their bullshit. It doesn't need to happen like that. Just stop fucking responding. Remind yourself that if you are participating it, you are choosing it. And so if you don't like it, stop doing it. You decide what you tolerate. Again, with yourself and with other people. If something is not serving you, you can step away from it and you can do so at any time. What was acceptable to you yesterday may no longer be acceptable to you today and that is okay, right? It doesn't need to make sense to other people. It just needs to make sense to you. And so if you are regularly feeling drained by a situation, an interaction, a person, stop participating in it. Stop allowing that to be part of your life and what you regularly do. Choose better and choose differently. And whenever something is happening that you don't like, ask yourself, okay, is this something I can change? Is this something I can remove my energy from? Is this something I can manipulate to feel better? And if it is, do that. Don't lie to yourself and think that you are powerless over situations. I've I've had this come up in sessions where it's like a work-related thing. That's a great example because it's not like you can just be like, oh, fuck this, I quit. Like your bills don't matter. No, I'm not suggesting that. But what can you do? Like how, who can you talk to to make this situation differently? How can you show up in this situation differently? And sometimes it's as simple as changing your attitude, right? I've had people just be like, oh, this person, and they rub me the wrong way. I'm like, okay, well, that's the story you're telling yourself about every single interaction that you are going into. And don't let me sit up here on my high horse. I've done the same thing. (laughs) Talked about this, I don't know how many episodes back, like four or five, where like I realized I was constantly being rubbed the wrong way by certain individuals. And I realized, well, they, they were rubbing me the wrong way because they were mirroring back to me things that I did that I fucking hated about myself, right? There's always something there. And this is a lesson, again, I told you in the beginning of this, this is advice I constantly need to be reminded of. So This is not Heather preaching to you. This is Heather preaching to Heather very much too. So just a little side note here. I'm always in the trenches with you. But, you know, it's really important to remind ourselves of what story we are telling ourselves before we go into interactions. Because if you're predicting the future in a negative light, that is exactly what you are going to get. And so all that to say, if you can change it, if you can show up differently, or if you can remove it from your life, do it. Otherwise, stop fucking bitching about it because you're choosing it and and you choose what you tolerate. And if you are doing things to you, if you have behaviors, habits, all that stuff that you want to get rid of, go back to the episode about releasing it. Stop allowing that. Choose differently. Choose better. Stop tolerating things that are below you because you have the ability almost all the time to change them. And the last one, I understand this is kind of disjointed, but to me it's not at all. And so I'm hoping, (laughs) I'm hoping it's not horribly disjointed for you either because they are very much related to me, my bullshit, and my life. So I'm hoping they resonate. But if they don't, I hope at least some of these have resonated with you. Let me know. Reach out to me and let me know what you think. And of course, what you would add. Because like I said, this is a theme I want to continue to come back to. But All that being said, the last one, which I really think is one of the most important ones of all, and that is if you want a different outcome, you need a different process, right? 
Albert Einstein didn't say it. We we misquote him all the time around it. We really don't know who said this quote, but it is a very famous quote nonetheless. And that is the definitions of, of insanity is repeating the same thing and re- expecting a different result. We know better, but sometimes we're not doing better. We see this with diets. You see this with diets. I've seen this with diets. The world has seen this with diets. We think that this diet is going to work. We maybe lose some weight, gain it back, and then we blame ourselves, not the diet. And then we just keep repeating that process, expecting a different result. Rinse and repeat. Let's stop doing that shit. If you want a different outcome, you need a different process. And so circle back to the idea of failure, right? Failure is just it's scare. It's being scared to be seen and being scared to step into a different version of yourself. And I believe this hugely when it comes to our bullshit. Because again, I've lived through this personally and I see it all the time professionally. And that is sometimes we hold on so tightly to our bullshit because it is our identity. This was huge for me with drinking. Like I was fun. I was the fun drunk. I was the party drunk. I was somebody you could count on going out with and having a good fucking time. I wasn't crying in a corner. Like I was the fun drunk. That was a huge part of my identity. And so I was terrified to step away from that because would people still like me? Would I still be invited out? Would I still have meaningful friendships? Would I still like yada, 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 on and on with your bullshit? It's, you have to ask yourself, like, is what I am holding on to serving me? Is this what I want to be known for? And even if it's not, you know, we're older, I'm saying we, assuming your age here, but like people mid-30s and up, like, yeah, the party scene isn't really what we're identified with anymore, but we're still so scared to step away from drinking and now vaping, like smoking, whatever. Like we're scared to step away from it because we don't know what we're going to fill in that space with, what we're going to fill in that void with. And I understand how scary that can be, but also – Think about it. How fucking terrifying is it to keep it, right? Like what are you allowing? What are you tolerating in your life? That's below you. That is absolutely below you. So remind yourself often, just like I'm doing right now, a different outcome means a different process. If what you have done in the past did not work, and by default, you wouldn't need it again. If, if you need it again, if you're thinking you need it again, if you're even tempted to go back there, it didn't fucking work. Just period. So if what you have done in the past didn't work, you need to try something different. Understanding that fucking up, failing, mistakes, like flubbing your way through, it's going to happen. It's part of it. It's how you learn, right? It's where you can figure out to do something differently. Give yourself that gift. Let yourself have a different process to bring yourself to a more aligned outcome. I'm going to tie this episode up here because I am starving. (laughs) So hungry. I just am like, okay, am I even making sense anymore? Like I'm feeling a little lightheaded. So I am just going to go eat a plethora of food, nourish myself, and then go write the notes for this episode. But as always, you know where to find me. If you would like to schedule an appointment, please do so. Like you're getting that hunch for a reason, reach out. You can go right to my website to do that. Shoot me a DM if you have any questions. Rate and review this podcast because just please help me out here. Validate me. I would It would mean the world to me. And I will see you back next week with, I don't know yet. We're, we're going to see what downloads I get. And as always, I'm open to your suggestions. What do you want to talk about? Reach out and let me know. So I hope this episode helps. I hope you are feeling just renewed and excited and reminded of some things. I know I am. And yeah, 
I'll see you back next week, friend.